This is Tom Bernard. Can't get enough of sports talk with Phil Mackey and Judd Zolgad? Tune in to the new Tom Bernard Show podcast Monday through Friday as Phil and Judd join me to discuss the latest sports headlines and whatever else comes to mind. Just download the Tom Bernard Show app wherever you get your podcasts or visit TomBernardShow.com. It's another way to get more from me and Judd talking sports and having fun with Tom, and it's all at your fingertips. Download the Tom Bernard Show app now and join the conversation. These two guys have Minnesota sports flowing in their veins. Mackie and Judd on Score North and scorenorth.com. It's playoff week in the NFL, and it's stretch time, and write that down, gentlemen. The only show in America that actually keeps track of our predictions with statistics. We put those statistics right next to our names and reputations, so there's no doubt when Judd's going to admit that he's wrong every Wednesday on Mackie and Judd and Purple Daily. You forced me to. Like, I tried a long, for a long time to be like, I'm never wrong. And you're like, we have to hold you accountable some, somehow, Judd, and then write that down was boring. Transparency is a big part of our ethos here at Score North, Mackie and Judd, Purple Daily. And uh, here's how it works. Three predictions from everybody each week. They must be quantifiable. We keep track of batting averages and home runs. And listeners, if you want to participate, you can send us a message through the Score North app. But let's uh, let's make it official. Let's fire up the actual. We have a theme song here. Let's fire it up, Dex. Uh, yeah, most sports talking heads make predictions, then hope you forget about how wrong they were. But not Mackie and Judd. Write this down. This is the big leagues, where we own our terrible predictions. Write that down. And keep track of each other's batting averages. It's Write That Down. Write it down. You like writing things down. With Mackie and Judd. Now, headed into the week, Declan has a big batting average lead. He's been... Largely well over 400 the whole year, but now the, the average has kind of crept back toward 400. The season ends right after the Super Bowl, so we have about a month left here. The home run battle, very much up for grabs. Very much up for grabs here, boys. But uh, because the NFL season just ended, we have a ton of stuff coming off the board on both shows because a lot of people made season-long NFL predictions that we need to account for here. So let's start with you, Judd. And then, by the way, we're going to get to uh, Ali. He's going to be our guest listener predictor today. So he's hanging out in the green room while we go through this accountability session. Ah, Kind of a mixed bag for you, Judley. You said the U.S. men's hockey team would win the World Juniors Tournament. We'll start with the bad. What happened there? You're muted, muted. Judge. I'll get. Sorry about that. Immediately (laughs) derailed. First time on a video call. Immediately derailed. What, the U.S. men's hockey team or you? Or you. Well, both of us. <laughs> both of us. I was very disappointed in my in my U.S. hockey team. You said Dalvin would finish top three among running backs and oh. receptions this season. That's a well-earned L right there. I was so far off on that one. You were very adamant that they would find a way to, to use him like Marshall Falk in his prime back in the late 90s. You know what amazed me? He dropped. A, I felt like he dropped a lot of passes. He's not as good of a receiving running back as you would think. No, you're right. But, I mean, I, he, you know, he made that unbelievable catch last year in the primetime game against the Steelers. And, like, he had made some catches. So, I'm like, okay, this this makes some sense. But you're right. Yeah. He just flat out wasn't that good. You might need to help me on this one. I think the answer is no. But uh, you said Marco Rossi will center Kaprizov no, and Zuccarello by the end of the month. We needed nope. visual evidence. Nope. He's not even here. Yeah. So. In Iowa. 
You said Kaprizov will have a goal in at least three oh. points against the Rangers last night. He did have the goal, but that was where it stopped. Yeah, he's mm. too selfish to get a couple assists apparently in that game. Damn it! From what I saw, I thought he might have a couple goals and, and an assist because I, I think I said at least a goal. But yes, he did have a goal, but doesn't matter. On the positive side, you did. So we had to revisit Carlos Correa predictions that we took off the board in early December. Yeah, it's part of the integrity of the game. Yep. You initially said the well. Let's see here. Uh, no, this this one. You said this one after the Correa signing, but it still counts here because Correa Correa signed. It's official this morning. The Twins will sign a player to their major league roster and or a player on their active roster will be traded. And I think you meant. I don't know if you put a date on that. I said that last week. You said I, last I, week. I, for this week. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And so it, it so it it did take place because because the Correa signing counts. Mm-hmm. So you're correct. And then. You said before the Correa stuff, yes. like before it it played out at all, you said Correa will return to the Twins on a long-term contract, a three-year guaranteed contract or more, which is a home run. Yeah. Because he had other suitors if you go back like a month. And then the yeah. way it played out, it's definitely a home run. But nice job there, Judd. That Thank was initially an L for you, and now it's been turned around to a W. Yep. I'm very happy about that. All right. kind of a Kind of a bloodbath here for... Oh, Macadac. I said the Twins will not sign a player to a $100 million contract. Twins will spend more on a new video board, $33 million, than any individual free agent's average annual value. Well, if you divide $200 million by six, it is $33-point-something million. I love so, the spirit, though. Great, great prediction. Great mess. Joe Polad showed you, you <laughs> doubter. Dude, he probably listened to that prediction and said, "What? What will it yeah. take for th- for a thirty three point one million dollar average annual value?" Exactly. Right. He said in the check, "Old Macadac, I am going to show him negative." It was negative Mac. Somebody, somebody yesterday, a bunch of people on Twitter. Are you guys gonna? Are you guys finally going to apologize to the Twins for all the criticism? No, they haven't won a playoff game since two thousand four. Yeah. It's great that they re-signed Carlos Correa, but, like, you need to go win games on the yeah. field. Go win games on the field. Any... Go win a bleeping playoff game, for God's sakes, before you take victory laps all yes. over Minneapolis. I was going to say, any victory lap for this front office still is is uh, not the right way to go about this. It can be, hey, nice, awesome. If, 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 if he's healthy, you had two other medical staff say, ugh, no. Even when it was like, oh, what about a six-year contract? The Mets are like, ugh, 150? The Twins are like, 200! Yep. <laughs> Mets lowballed him. <laughs> oh, man. Um, that tells you, by the way, what the Twins had to pay in in sort of, uh, like, tax, right? Oh, God, yeah. Hey, if you want Correa, so the offer is 157 yep. over 6. Okay, so we'll do 160 over 6. No. 170 <laughs> over 6? No. 190 over 6? Keep going. 200 over six. Okay. But they got him. They got him. Leg is hanging by a thread. Uh, I think he'll be fine over six years. I think I think it's like the 10th the year that you kind of worry about with. He'll get four uh, years for surgery. sure. I said that the tw- Correa will sign with a team that's not the Twins, but there will be a report that they made a competitive offer. And mm-hmm. uh, that was initially deemed correct, but now it's, it's not. I said the Lions would make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. I said that... I said that like a few weeks ago, I think. Ant will get a triple-double sometime in the last week. 
Steelers will make the playoffs and win a wild card round. Wrong. Uh, Justin Herbert will be a top three QBR quarterback this year. He was very good, but he wasn't top three QBR. And then a WWE parlay before they get sold off to the Saudi uh, blood money group. Ciampa will turn on the Miz and he will hold a championship of some kind by the end of the year. But I did tell you guys that the Lions would finish above 500. I said this with like a month to go. They had to win like three of their last four. So maybe not quite a home run. But before the season, I told you the Jaguars would win the AFC South. That's a, a great run. one. Yeah. Thank you. That's a dinger. That's ooh. All right. Listeners, oh. Oh. start with the bad here. I'm not going to buzz all these because it'll get annoying. We'll just say that a lot of these are wrong. Uh, Corey said, Kirk Cousins, Justin Jefferson, Dalvin Cook would all start four quarters against the Bears. They did not. Bubba said, NDSU would win the national championship in the FCS. They got beat. Travis says, Darius will win Defensive Player of the Year. I guess... That hasn't happened yet, but he's yeah, not going to. But he yet. said he'll have the most sacks and pressures in the NFL. He did not. Eric said Dalvin will accumulate 1,500 total yards or more. 1,468. Oh, bad beat. Bad beat. Kirk will set a career high in touchdowns and picks. Got half that, right? He did set the picks career high. Dalvin, uh, that's from Matt. Chris said Dalvin will lead the NFL in rushes of 20-plus yards. Matt said Daniil Hunter and Zedarius will combine for 28 games, 22 sacks, and a Pro Bowl. They did not come, uh, they did not get the 22 sacks. They got 20 and a half combined. Stewart said the Vikings will not win the North, which is wrong. And Jason said Cousins will miss at least a game because of injury. How dare you doubt no, no the faith. durability of Kirk? No faith. A few more wrong ones for the listeners. Eric said, in the upcoming NFL season, non-quarterbacks will complete at least 30 total passes. Um, actually, no, I misread this one. I thought he meant that at least 30 non-quarterbacks will complete yeah, passes. Yeah, and it's still wrong. Uh, no. Non-quarterbacks completed like 50 passes this year in the NFL, but only 27 of them completed at least one pass. Unless you count Taysom Hill. Do we count Taysom Hill? Is he a quarterback? Yeah, he's a quarterback. Okay, then this one's yeah, because yeah. he had like half of them. Yeah, yeah. Maybe some maybe some controversy on his positional listing, but if he's listed as a quarterback, Eric might want to appeal this. He he Eric, self-reported if you feel like it. you've been wrong here, he self-reported oh, he? Okay. to Twitter and email that this was wrong. Okay. Oh, okay. Well, then okay. he did. Never mind. Uh, Nick said Vikings will finish above five hundred, win at least four divisional games. Correct. Correct. Kirk passer rating over a hundred. Ah. And then uh, Arjun said the Vikings will be one of the five least penalized teams in 2022. They were one of the ten least penalized teams, not five. But the listeners had a big comeback here. Oh, my God. Look at this. Oh, my God. Look at the dingers here, boys. Awesome. It's like batting practice. Michael said Kirk will set a career high in picks and won't line up in the wrong offensive uh, under the wrong offensive lineman all season. I think saying that he's going to set a career high in picks yeah, it's nice is a home zone. run. Nice little red zone. Deep red touchdown there. Little goal line. Yeah. Kyle said the Lions will win at least four divisional games. He said that before the season, yeah, they were terrible last year. They yeah. didn't even win four total games last year. It's pretty good. They won, dude, they won, they went five and one in the NFC North, the Lions. They beat the Bears twice. They beat the Vikings once, and they beat the Packers twice. Five and one. You're your eighth-ranked team in the National Football League. And I stand by that. I think the Lions would be favored over the Giants. They'd be favored over the Vikings. 
they they were favored over the Vikings in the second game, weren't they? And they'd be a, yeah. Um, Detroit, yeah. Josh said by the end of the NFL regular season, Kirk would throw for as many interceptions as Judd has touchdowns on Mackie and Judd. You do not have as many or more. So, uh, yep. Judd, you don't have yep, 14 touchdowns. At, that's a shot at me. I'm very hurt by Josh. Check down, Judd. Christian said, J.J. will lead the NFL in total receiving yards. That's a dinger. And Michael said, J.J. will go for at least 1,500 receiving yards and at least 126 catches, which would be the second one a career high. That's a dinger. What a bounce back for the listeners there. That's a, a lot of green. And then, Dex, you said uh, Correa would sign a contract between, like, whenever you made this prediction in December and the end yeah. of the month of December. That was initially correct. It is now incorrect. He didn't ever sign a contract with those teams. But then you had a home run here this week. You said the Wild would beat the Lightning by two or more goals, and the Wild would tally at least five goals as part of that victory of 5-1. to one. Look at Dex. So with that, Declan slips below 400 for the first time pretty much all season. Down to 399. Judd, you're at 333, so Declan still holds a 66-point lead in the batting average yeah, race. It's over. It's over. I'm at 283. Listeners at 279. The home run race is spicy, though. Listeners up to 20 bombs. Declan at 16. I have 15. Judd finally in double digits with 10 home runs on the season. 10 home runs. All time, Judd with 255 hits leads the league. Listeners creeping in on 40 career home runs. They're at 39 career home runs right now. To my 30, to Judd's 25. Declan, even though Declan didn't have stats count for him in 2018 or 19, about to catch Judd in home runs. What do you have to yeah, say for you know yourself? What? Check down, Charlie. Bunting, I am a bunting Barry. I am a spray predictor. I spray the ball all over the ballpark. Okay. Yeah. Don't need power. I need spray the ball. I need that average. A spray predictor. That's, uh, spray predictor. That sounds weird, but it's what it is. It is what it is. Let's get our guest listener predictor Ali in here. What's going on, Ali? What? Uh, tell the audience when did you become a tortured Minnesota sports fan? I've been Vikings, Timberwolves, and Twins since 1996. It was uh, Marbury's rookie year, KG's second year, and um, Kirby Puck had just retired. I only watched a little bit of Kirby, unfortunately. He's still my favorite MLB player of all time. You know, that so Kirby woke up with blindness in his eye, and there's a lot of what-ifs in Minnesota sports. I would love to see the 1996 Twins lineup that already had, like, Paul Molitor, Chuck Knobloch, a bunch of other dudes, Marty Cordova, Rookie of the Year, and you plop Kirby Puckett in the middle of that lineup too. That Twins team might have been. They couldn't pitch, of course, Josh. I was going to uh, say there. <laughs> would have been 10 to 9 games too. every single yep. night. So, Jibber, uh, oh, no, sorry, remember Rick Aguilera was a starter for them that year? That's right. Yeah, they moved. They were so desperate for starters, they moved. And then Eddie Gordado was, I think, a starter in 1996. It was rough. So we're going to start with Ali. And then we're going to go over to Judd, Declan, back to me. Three chips around the room here. Uh, pretty wide open here, Ali. Any, anything you want to predict, it must be quantifiable in some form. So lead us off. Down. You like writing things down. Okay. So Vikings game this Sunday. I have them winning 31-24. to 24. Justin Jefferson gets two touchdowns. And my bold prediction is Harrison Smith gets two interceptions. Whoa, this is all in a parlay here? This is all one... Uh, all one had... pre- oh, I mean, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. It's it's all for this Sunday. I'm sorry. No, I know, but is this this is all part of one parlay prediction, right? Oh, okay. So, 
Did you just make all three of your predictions in one, or do you have more? Do you have more predictions? Oh, I mean, I, I thought that was it. I'm sorry, but I oh, mean. okay. So let's okay. Give us your first prediction, and then we'll go one at a time around the room here. Give us your first prediction. Okay. Yeah. Again, Vikings win thirty-one to twenty-four against okay. the Giants. All right. So an exact score prediction like from it. Ali here. If that hits, it is a home run. If you make an Ask exact score down. prediction, oh yeah, it's uh. Definitely a home run. All right, over to Judd, your first prediction. All right, with the Carlos Correa returning to the Twins, and he's set to be introduced actually shortly here in the time we're taping this podcast. Write this down. Carlos Correa will mention his wife's love of Minnesota in his press conference that he does announcing <laughs> his return. So he's going to talk about, you know, this, this is where God wanted me. Um, he already, said, my he already said that on exactly. Instagram, by the way. That, so that's already been said. Right, right. Amazing. So the write that down is he will talk about that this is that his wife loves it here as he talks about why he's back. Specifically his wife. Yes, he will mention his wife, okay. not him. He will say he will say, you know, my family and my wife. Oh, hold on though. Hold on though. No, 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 no. Is it wife or is He'll it family? Wife. Because No, I'm, he will no, I'm predicting he will say his wife. His wife. Got it. So yeah, I'm saying, if it's family, you're not you're not backing door and into this one. That's all I'm saying. No, no, no. I just said he might say something. I'm giving you the example of what he might say. But yes, he will definitely say his wife. Okay. Are you clear, Declan? Yeah, I'm, I'm clear. It's not that hard. Uh, no, he it will is. Say but, his but, wife. Then, but then you said family, and you're and you're you're, you're <laughs> kind of like backing you, into. I it. was giving I was if giving you refers, the example. If he if, refers if, to his cousin Larry, what are right, we supposed yep. to do? Thanks okay. Not. Any variation? Any. Take notes on this. Any variation of the word wife will count. Okay. So if he says wife, if 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 he says my lovely her first name, that counts, but it's definitely her who will love okay. it here. Okay. So he did he did put an Instagram post out. Wow, what a journey it's been. A lot of emotions involved throughout the whole process, but always believed at the end of the day, God would put me in the right place. I do not mean this as a knock on one's religion, uh one's relationship with religion. But I'm going to guess that the extra $43 million that the Twins offered over six years guaranteed may have also played a part uh, in this as well. Uh, Okay, Declan, what is your first prediction here? Uh, I'll go with this one. At least one six seed or one seven seed will win on Wild Card Weekend. So I'm giving four. I have four cracks at this technically. So obviously not not a touchdown, but at least one six seed or one seven seed in either conference will win on Wild Card Weekend. So Giants, right. Seahawks. Um, you're rooting for the Giants. Ravens. Dolphins. So now, so now it's out there. You're rooting for the no. Giants on Sunday. No, no, not necessarily. But you wouldn't be sad if they won. You're hedging. You're hedging your Vikings disappointment with a little bit of joy because you might get to write that down. Pretty <laughs> that's correct. Correct. Okay. Uh, write this down. I'm going to give you. I'll give you Vikings one here. One of these players will score a touchdown for the Vikings in this playoff game. I guess my, the spirit behind this is I think we're going to get back to some creativity in the red zone here. I think instead of just running it behind a third-string center and crossing our fingers, we'll get some more jet sweeps. There's going to be some creativity. So either Johnny Munt, Jalen Rager, or C.J. Ham will score a touchdown in this playoff game against the Giants. I like it. Write it down. I like what you're doing there. Deep I think red. that's a home run because these guys have combined for like yeah three touchdowns all year. So, um, I like it. There'll be an obscure touchdown of some kind. Write this down. All right, now back to Ali. Give us your second prediction here, Ali. Okay, I'd say um, Justin Jefferson gets in the end zone twice. All right. Okay. 
So it could be a rushing touchdown. Could be. I was going to say that's the other thing. Touchdown. Uh, could be. A, I think they'll be both receiving, but we'll see. Okay. Off the could record, be, though, so could be a punt return gets... touchdown in a moment of crisis late. You never. But Moss did once, right? Could be it, a pick. Moss re- a pick six when all their cornerbacks get hurt and JJ comes in. Didn't Moss get put in in a game against the Chiefs in KC at, at one point to, to return punts and, and return it for a touchdown? Yeah. yeah. Nineteen ninety nine. There you go. You see. That would be amazing. JJ. I like it. And um, if he does that, I think the Vikings have a really good chance of winning this football game. Write this down. Yes, right? I think you're right. Just All right. I'm going to stay on the Carlos Correa prediction train. Carlos Correa will play at least 140 games for the Twins next season. Just for context, he played in what he uh, played in 136 games in 2022. He'll play Dex in at least 140 in 2023. Cool. Okay. Because I think he's fine right now, and he's I think and I think fine. he's going to be out to prove I'm fine. He's totally fine. So before his legs snap, doctors off, checked he's going to play in a lot of games, yeah. 140 games. I think they need him at this point to uh, enough with these random rest days. Okay, dude, he's in his prime. He's under contract. He's making 33 million dollars a year. Run well, if out. I'm if I'm Joe, if I am Joe Polat, I walk into Baldelli right now and say. You ain't resting him on Sunday afternoons at Target Field. I've got news for you about Joe's personality. I don't think that's what's no. going to happen. Would Joe? Would Joe like me to proxy for him? You could send him an Joe, email. Joe, what are you thinking? We had, what are you thinking? You tell me. Hey, Derek, sit down, shut up, and listen to what I'm saying. I'm saying that for Joe. I'll, I'll give you a little inside Go Radio uh, logistics here during my time here. Every Friday, we close the we close the office down, quote unquote, at three o'clock for happy hour. We always closed it down on Friday at 3 p.m. in the summer for happy hour. A little, little rest, relaxation, little R&R. So it sounds so, awesome. So I, I don't think uh, he's going to be putting his foot down to say he has to play Correa on Sundays. What do you mean? Joe sounds like a great Oh, boss. I loved it personally, but actually it didn't apply to Oh, my God, so the, you guys would just go get tanked. Uh, I mean, it didn't really apply to the Bring Me the News and sports writers and other news writers because news doesn't sleep. But, uh, but yes, the office did technically close during that No, that but time drunks period. do. I think the Twins should do that once a week, too, just like, hey, we're not even going to play today. We're just going to all, we're just, let's, Rocco, let's, go home. Let's, let's go to the I'll bar. manage. I'll manage. All right, Declan, what's your next prediction? All right, write it down. Uh, Vikings Giants right now is at 48 and a half points for an over under. I will say under. Vikings Giants will go under 48 hmm. and a half points on wildcard weekend. Write it down. Interesting. So not, not a shootout is what we're predicting. Here. Two offensive guys. Interesting. I would love to see a. Oh, I'd love to just see Just like it. a 42 to 38 kind of a situation. It would be a blast. All right. Write this down. Write this down. I'm going to make uh, – I'm going to go with this one. I've got like – I'm trying to decide which ones I want to put on this show and which ones I want to put on yeah. Purple Daily. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers will beat the Dallas Cowboys, and Mike McCarthy will be fired within 10 days after that loss. Oh, let me say it within two weeks. I want to give him a chance like to plead his case with Jerry Jones. <laughs> you want to give Jerry Jones a chance to really get pissed off and just also, fire Also, Sean Payton can't officially interview until like January 17th, and so that's like middle of next week sometime, right? It would be like next Tuesday. Who's so gonna it's going to play out. Who's going to coach the Rams? Because it sounds like McVay's going to quit. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it's going to be a rebuild, right? I mean, Matthew Stafford says he's coming back, but right. they are they're, no kind of, they're kind of bleeped at this point. But it's worth it. They got their Super Bowl. True. So, yeah, Bucks win, and McCarthy gets fired 
sometime in the two weeks that follow. Jerry Jones went on some Dallas radio show for his like weekly appearance this week, and they asked him, can anything happen in this game to cost Mike McCarthy his job? <laughs> and Jerry Jones kind of hum- hemmed and hawed like, oh, I mean, I'm, no, 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 nothing. I have, then he says, I have plenty more to evaluate Mike McCarthy on besides this one playoff game. Okay, that's awesome. Which that's is a great way. <laughs> yeah, I've got the boneheaded uh, clown show at the end of last year's playoff game that I could evaluate oh him on. <laughs> Write this down. All right, Ali, back to you. What is your third and final prediction? Okay, I'm going to go on the diamond. I think the Twins will trade for a starting pitcher in the next two weeks. Ooh. Ooh. Almost sniped mine. Okay. I could see that. Okay. Off the record, so this won't count, we won't hold you to this, but do you have any thought on who it might be? Will it be like an ace? Will it be like a number five guy? How splashy will they get? I'd say four or five. I don't think it's going to be an ace, unfortunately. Yeah. yeah. Well, Michael Walker could still sign in free agency, too, and maybe be your number <laughs> five starter Walker for 120 innings. So little for me. It's incredible. Yeah. Uh, Ali, thank you for coming on here since you've got this life-changing platform on Mackie and Judd. Is there anyone you'd like to thank that brought you to this pinnacle moment? Yeah. Well, actually, my friend Dustin was on here a couple months ago. I talked to him, and he's like, oh, you could talk to Declan. So I was like, okay, I'll shoot my shot. And thankfully, Declan got back to me and brought me on, so I greatly appreciate it. Awesome, man. man. And Dustin for the assist. Friend Dustin. (laughs) All right, Ali, thank you. Good luck with your predictions, and enjoy the Vikings-Giants game this weekend, man. Thanks a lot. See you later. All right. Boom. All right, boys. Three more predictions here, starting with Judd. All right. Um, I'm going to put a Vikings prediction on this show as well and write this down. Duke Shelley will have the Duke of Shelley will have an interception against the Giants. He's going to pick off a pass. They're going to go at him, and he's going to pick off a pass. I think they're going (laughs) to try to, just based on seniority and savvy, avoid uh, Pat P a little bit. Total guess, and Duke Shelley for the second consecutive game will have a pick as he goes about making a case for why he should be a starting outside cornerback for the Vikings in 2023. Long term, long term. I mean, the more I watch, the more impressed I get. How can you not? Yeah, I know Shelley Island, man. How can Shelley you not? Island. Shelley Island is closed <laughs> for winter, gated community. <laughs> is it is it? Oh, Shelley Island's a gated community. Oh, God, yeah. It's top-notch. <laughs> That's what I said. It's, it's got a golf course. Uh, it's amazing. Uh, okay, Declan, what's your third and final prediction? All right, I'll make a Twins prediction after, you know, my negativity on yesterday's episode of Carlos Correa. Um, so I'll write this down. The Twins will sign or acquire a pitcher with at least 90 major league starts between now and the end of the month. Okay. So I'm trying to will them to get a legit starting pitcher between now and the end of the month. I'll quantify that. He has 90 major league starts. Uh, Pablo Lopez, by the way, has 94 major league starts. I had to double check that because I originally had this at 100. I did not want to get burned if Pablo Lopez ends up coming here. Uh, so I'll put it at 90 major league starts. What's the Is there like Pablo Lopez steam or people just kind of making that up? Um, as Doogie threw some out, right? Doogie threw okay. some out. Also, the Marlins, they... <laughs> What I don't get here is, so they signed Johnny Cueto, who did have a really kind of randomly good year with the White Sox last year, and the Marlins brought him in. And now even, I think John Morosi yesterday said he that Pablo Lopez would potentially be the odd man out, which is just wild to me that you would then sell high on a, on a really good starting pitcher because you bring in Johnny Cueto. 
Regardless, though, if he's been on the trade rumor market before um, and he ends up coming here, I do want this to count. But yes, there is some steam that Pablo Lopez could be on the move. Michael Waka, 204. And yeah, Waka would. And also, I think I have a Waka prediction, too. So it'd be a. Pablo Lopez would be. Pablo would be an interesting one because uh, eight of his starts last year were seven innings or longer. Mm-hmm. And he had five games. Let's see here. No, eight games of which he threw 99 pitches or more. He had 100, 100 or more five times. So would he fit in? Would he be allowed to pitch that long into games? The Marlins stretched their, their guys out quite a bit for how, how baseball is played now, correct? Yeah. Didn't they have a pitcher who was a complete workhorse? Uh, I couldn't tell you. Okay, I think Sandy, I watched zero Marlins games. Alcan- yeah. Sandy, yes. Alcantara. Oh, Alcantara. Yeah, yeah he... He's one of the best pitchers in baseball. He's a really good player. Yeah, but I mean, he 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 was allowed to stay in games, mm-hmm. which I objected to from afar. I kept saying, "No, no, <laughs> take him out. Take it. Go to that Marlins bullpen, Don Mattingly." Yeah, Alcan Alcantara is another one. I don't know that they would. So they, I think they just they signed him to some sort of like team friendly contract. But if you could get that dude, that's a game changing starter. But I don't know that they have the the prospect capital to make that happen anymore. Okay, uh, so it's on me here. Final prediction. It's kind of a Duke Shelley prediction. I think, I think Cam Dantzler sees the writing on the wall a little bit here of what's happening. Like they're probably going to bring Patrick Peterson back, and Duke Shelley. He's an unrestricted free agent, but those are your two best cornerbacks right now. Cam Dantzler, write this down. Who hasn't tweeted since August? Sometime within a week after the Vikings lose in the playoffs. He will tweet something vague or cryptic. I think we're going to get a little, because he's done that before, right? Or he'll send a little weird message out on so. social media. Yeah, he's so, like, it. what are the parameters of yeah. vague? Like, like what's I'll leave the... it up to you. I'll, I will present what I okay. think is a vague or cryptic okay. tweet, and then you guys can tell me. Because, I mean, you know, he could break up with the gal or something, and then that can cause cryptic tweets. And so, you know, break up with your team, break well, up count. with the Break up with the gal. Yeah, I guess. I'm okay. leaving open. Yeah, that's, so you guys, that's I'll, true. I'll, if, you leave if, that if, open. if I see one, okay. I'll present it. I think if they get beat and, like, let's say they get to the second round or something and, you know, the defense gets shredded and he's not part of it, I think okay. he will think to himself, why am I not on the field? So if it's vague or cryptic and he tweets something and it doesn't, and we're, like, not quite sure if it's the Vikings or not, it still counts, though, because you're you're not putting it on – it doesn't yeah. have to be football. And it just likely would be football. And cryptic could also be like, let's say someone tweets at him, uh, man, why can't why can't my guy Cam Dantzler see the field? You know, he would have made a difference. And he retweets it. To me, that's cryptic. He's re- he's retweeting oh, criticism right, okay. of the team's decision to not. Does that make sense? Yeah. So some sort of criticism. So if, if or, he tweets, if he tweets something like "all things must pass." That counts. That's very vague. And but it might cryptic. mean all quarterbacks yeah. must pass. We're not quite sure, but it counts. Okay. If he just tweets like an emoji or something, like that's a skull emoji, cryptic. you know, that's vague and cryptic. So <laughs> yeah, I think he all logged right. off Twitter for the season, but now he's going to he's gonna be back. You. All right. That's your write that down session here on Mackie and Judd, the only show in America that actually keeps track of our predictions with statistics. And we do the same thing football-centric on Purple Daily. So we'll see you over there today, too.